President Trump recently issued his third version of the uh, travel ban order that he's been trying to get implemented all year, this time limiting or banning entry to the United States from aid countries. Uh, the uh, legal clash over the travel ban appeared headed for resolution by the Supreme Court, and earlier this year, the court had permitted a limited version of the original ban to take effect. But the court yesterday dismissed the uh, dismissed a case, that, uh, one of the two cases that was still before it, raising the question of whether uh, the court will confront the issues surrounding the president's actions at all. With us today is uh, Arthur, Andrew Arthur, a resident fellow in law and policy at the Center for Immigration Studies, and Leon Fresco, who uh, is also an expert in immigration law uh, and a partner at Holland and Knight. Leon, what exactly did the Supreme Court do today? Well, so there are or yesterday, two, rather, I should say. Yeah, that was yesterday. There are two travel ban cases that were pending before the Supreme Court. One was an injunction against the second iteration of the travel ban, which was a Fourth Circuit decision uh, that was challenging the the actual. A uh, secondary duration of the travel ban that the president had issued, and the court dismissed that one as moot, meaning it said it's like this case had never existed, and there is no injunction anymore. But there still is the case that Hawaii filed on the second travel ban, which uh, has to do with the refugee program and whether there could be a ban against refugees coming into the United States. And that case, the, the prediction is that it's still only pending because that ban hasn't expired yet, but that when the ban expires, that too will be dismissed as moot. Andrew, the justices also set aside the appeals court's decision that blocked the earlier policy so it can't be used as precedent for new challenges. Um, why did Justice Sonia Sotomayor dissent from that? I think that Justice Sotomayor probably agreed with uh, the caustic opinion of the Fourth Circuit in that case. Uh, it was a particularly biting decision, a uh, rather lengthy one at that, um, one which with, I, with which I disagree. But I believe that uh, Justice Sotomayor probably agreed with both the analysis and the findings of the court in that case. So, Leon, what happens now that this this case we've got more cases that have been filed below so where do we stand right now legally as far as challenges to the president's travel ban i think the issue and then i we've talked about this in prior shows is that the supreme court has been very reticent because this has been a very important power that the president has to make a long-term decision that will impact not only this president, but other presidents based on policies that no longer exist. And so what the Supreme Court is saying is the stakes are so high, these powers are so important, we have to be so careful that if we're going to do something, let's do it on the actual policy that exists. And so this is why now these challenges are happening to the third iteration of the travel ban in the Ninth Circuit. Andrew, do you agree? Do you think the justices are basically avoiding a politically charged clash? I think they're avoiding a politically car, uh, charged clash, but I agree with Mr. Fresco that they want to uh, issue their decision based upon the most recent version of the order. At this point, we're basically up to uh, you know, travel order 3.0. Uh, and I think that they want to wait until uh, that's fully implemented before they make their determination. 
Well, Leon, the, the court hasn't been willing to, you know, affirm these lower court decisions that, so far at least, that have, um, you know, limited the president's ability to issue a travel ban, although, the, you know, they did send it back uh, previously, a previous version of the order, on a more, and allowed it to be enforced on a more limited basis than had originally been written. Do you think if the lower courts uh, start affirming this third version, which many think uh, has a better chance of surviving legal challenge, that the Supreme Court might just stay out of this entirely? Well, yeah, I think if the Ninth Circuit says that the third travel order is constitutional and violates no laws, I don't see any scenario whereby the Supreme Court then takes that case. But uh, I do think if the Ninth Circuit invalidates the the third travel order, then you would see a 100 percent scenario where the Supreme Court would take that case. But I think the key. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Andrew, tell us about the litigation that's been filed over the latest travel ban. Well, it's it's interesting because, of course, they're challenging uh, the latest travel ban in Hawaii on the same basis that they did originally, and that is that it violates the Establishment Clause. I'm, a, I'm concerned, however, by an order that uh, Judge Derek Watson out in Hawaii, who was the original judge to hear the original Ninth Circuit case, uh, issued in which he wants to see the report uh, that the Department of Homeland Security uh, prepared and sent to President Trump uh, that uh, detailed country-by-country efforts to step up the vetting of foreigners who apply for visas. I'm not 100% sure what he's going to do with that. And I'm especially concerned that he's going to attempt to use his own uh, basis of knowledge to assess the wisdom of that policy. And that's a, that's a big issue uh, for a district court judge to tackle. Quite frankly, I don't think that the Supreme Court is going to stand for that at the end of the day. Leon, let Talking about the challenge that's going on now, I mean, the the case in Hawaii uh, involves yet another claim that the this this ban, like the others, was motivated by uh, animus against Muslims. Do you think that the there's more of a chance that the Ninth Circuit will end up finding for the president in light of that claim, or are we going to end up back in the same place? Well, so so there's two points to be made. The first one is. That's going to continually be the claim, and maybe that claim will need to be litigated in the Supreme Court, is this issue of does the original sin of the president announcing he wants a travel ban permanently make any travel order that is pursuant to that policy void on religious discrimination grounds, regardless of what the policy is? And that'll be a question for the courts to determine. I I don't think the courts will want to say that the president, for the next four years, is banned from doing anything with regard to immigration restriction. I, I think this is what's going to be problematic here. And the thing is that the Ninth Circuit didn't say that in the prior case. They said that the order was so poorly reasoned that uh, that it didn't survive even the basic level of scrutiny. And that's just going to be very hard to show in this third iteration of the order. Andrew, in about uh, 30 seconds that we have left, do you think this thing's going to end up getting upheld, or are we ending up back in the Supreme Court? I think that the I think that the uh, the third travel ban is very carefully reasoned. Uh, it's very limited. It explains the reasons uh, why the president has taken this action. And again, uh, it's important to notice, Mr. Fresco did. The Ninth Circuit uh, upheld the district court on statutory grounds. 
not on the Establishment Clause grounds. I think that probably this, is, uh, this one is going to survive Ninth Circuit review. Our thanks to Andrew Arthur of the Center for Immigration Studies and Leon Fresco of Holland and Knight for being with us here on Bloomberg Law.